Four Podcast. Cortez Paulus here. Kevin Carter on Skype. Good morning, Mr. Carter. How you how you doing this fine day? You got the birds out there chirping and stuff. What's going on, man? Birds are chirping. The sun's out. It's windy, but it's 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 it's, 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 a, it's a okay day. Considering what we on the night, considering I know my team will screw it up. <laughs> hey, big old big old day. For us NFL fans, NFL Draft Day has approached. It is tonight um, in Las Vegas, Nevada. So it's going to be exciting for all those young men um, and friends and family in their lives. Uh, this is a big day for them. Kevin, Kevin what, what does particularly Draft Day mean for you? I know as a fan, but, you know, what, what does it mean to you in, in the grand schemes of things, seeing, you know, seeing the NFL Draft going through this process? Please like the draft. I, I, the process to me is stupid because you've got all this year, all these years these guys have been playing college football and kind of like every year we get somebody who does well in shorts and t-shirts and they shoot up a draft board just because their arms are three quarter inches longer than somebody else's or they run a 40 and point zero two seconds faster than somebody else it's it's become more of a more of a glorified uh combine aspect of it than it is hey look what i did for three to four years in college football now it's hey look what i did in about an hour and a half inside a gym i'm like oh my goodness it's become it's become very 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 weird to see where people go with certain things in the draft. But, but the draft itself, I always like the draft. You see those kids get their moment where they can go. Now we can call them kids since we are, like, way older than all of them. We can just call them all kids because there ain't no 40-something-year-old going in the draft anymore. <laughs> I think the last really old person to go in the draft was Chris Weekey. Mm-hmm. He went then he went back to college at FSU and he was like 30 something. Right, and right. Then, I was like, oh, your old ass got drafted. There you go. Good job. But <laughs> it's, it's, it's a good thing for those kids. For us, for guys like us, it's just a time for us to complain or go yay about what our team did. And this year, I think we get a lot of complaining. I don't, y'all don't even pick until like pick what 70 something yeah we're in the second round now we hear that pick up in, in the Russell Wilson trade so um I would have <laughs> <laughs> so listen I I, I, I well, I'm with you man the drive is a great time for these kids and these individuals and their families and, and to see what all goes on is pretty dang cool in the grand scheme of things uh, playing football in high school, I can attest how uh, even high, at the high school level, how grinding and taxing it is to play football. Um, and it's such a short span to play this sport. So um, I'm not less excited. You, here to, to, to you know who's never as good for the What's that? The girl that's already sitting right next to the guy that's getting drafted. Because <laughs> that, that can either go two ways, honestly. It, it, either he's going to be a freaking superstar and he's going to go crazy, or, you know, he's going to be. No, 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 
because either you're you're a girlfriend who's been with him for years, kind of like Trevor Lawrence's girlfriend slash fiance, because he made her a fiance before the draft, so you knew that was solid. Or you got guys like the one year where the the girlfriend goes to hug the dude, and the mama pushes him out of the way, pushes her out of the way. Nice, give me first, bitch. Get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> yeah, in that moment too, I, I think I want to hug my mom first. I'm not gonna I'm lie. Hugged. I'm hugging. I'm hugging mom first. Let, let, let's see. Okay, if you were if you were in the situation of these guys. What order would you have people sitting next to you? Say you're dating somebody very seriously or you're engaged, but you're at your family's house. What order would you have people sitting next to you? I'm having my mom, my, my dad sitting to my left and right. The girl I'm engaged to can sit on the other side of my mom. Uh, look at you. Look at you. See it be mom and fiance sitting right next to me. Dad's standing directly behind me. Yeah. That so. way, that way when you get done, you get up, you hug your mom, your dad's already standing up, so you hug your dad, yeah. then you can turn and hug your fiance. Yeah. Exactly. That's how I would do it. That, that way you ain't pissed off the woman that you're about to marry. Oh, and yeah. You ain't pissed off, and you ain't pissed off the woman that gave birth to you. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a uh, one of those where it's like, listen, I'm, I'm hugging my mama first. You can get mad all you want. <laughs> the first hug, first hug is mom and dad. Yeah, that's your first hug. Depending on how close you are to your dad, because <laughs> I know some people, I know some people out there have bad relationships with the dad, but mom always gets the first hug. Absolutely, man. So, but no, it, it, it's it's a cool thing to see. Um, I always see how these team, you know, because this, you drive pretty well, man, and your team outlook can change in a blink of an eye. So uh, that's what I like about at least the NFL drive. You can really change your, your team landscape, like, pretty much within a year or two. Uh, it's, it's rarely that happens in basketball. Even if you drive a superstar in basketball or a young stud, it takes them a few years to get to the play years to get the playoffs. You can drastically change your franchise quickly in the NFL, which I like. That's the dynamic I like. I like well, look at Cincinnati. That's, that, that's who you look at right now. Cincinnati goes. Joe Burrow has the year last year where he's hurting everything. He comes back. And then they all they do is go and grab Jamar Chase and then bam. They don't need no offensive line. Right. <laughs> and then they to the Super Bowl this year. So right. It's it, bad part is the NFL NFL draft is a huge crapshoot. I think it's a bigger crapshoot than any other draft. Because because like you said, one good pick can help you get over that top. But one bad pick or a couple of bad picks strung together can put you in the basement. And you know why I'm saying that? Because my team has had a lot of bad picks. <laughs> so what Kevin Ford he said this is the year man this is the year to Jazz get it right in the draft y'all got it last, right last year y'all was our quarterback year, so last year was the key like I told somebody on Twitter this morning I was like look here dude. this year at number one it matters who they get but it really 
in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter. Because if you got the number one pick right last year, he's going to be able to take away a lot of the woes and a lot of the worries you have going forth. So if you got that pick right last year, that's the pick that matters. Yep. He has to be good in order for everything to work. Yep, y'all got y'all franchise QB, so yeah, I agree. Exactly. This year, this year it's a, a thing because really there's nobody, there's nobody in this draft, and we'll just go right into draft talk now. Mm-hmm. There's nobody in this draft that is eye-popping, stunning, you have to go and get this guy at number one draft. There's not. There's not a guy that I sit there and I go, okay, I want this guy. This guy's the guy I need to get. This is what we need to do, and if we don't do it, we're going to be stupid. There just there just isn't that guy this year. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I'm kind of looking at it, and you're looking at the drive. Usually, hear some names that pop out and stuff like that. But even you know, there's there's always a quarterback that you're looking for a drive, and, and there's really not. I mean, I know they're talking about the kid from Liberty and Malik Willis. Yeah, and then you got Pickett, Matt yep. Corral, some of those guys, but none of those guys are. I have to get that guy. I told my buddy from Pittsburgh they need to drive Pickett. That just made perfect sense for them to take a flyer on Pickett. He's from Pittsburgh, or he played at Pittsburgh. You can already have the fan base there. I, if I was if I was the Steelers, I'd take a shot at Pickett. What, what's your thoughts on that? Uh, I don't know because uh, they need help on the offensive line. Yeah. And as you can see with Ben, ben, uh, ben getting killed. Mm-hmm. All the time, putting a rookie, putting a rookie QB behind a bad offensive line is not a good recipe for success for him. So, and they can mess up a kid's mindset. Like you come into the league and you start getting pummeled, uh, and you don't got nobody to throw the ball to. There's a big difference there too. Pittsburgh don't got nobody to throw the ball to anymore. Everybody's gone. So it's, yeah. it, 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 it's a crapshoot for them going that way. I say they go offensive line first, and then if bad things happen, it's the next year's QB class is a little better than this year's. So you, yeah. can go and look, you can go and look at it this year, but try to do something to show your show your offensive line up this year. Oh, yeah. Nah, I'm looking at it too there. They got Mr. Biscuit there, so I'm pretty sure he'd be the rag dog getting beat up. <laughs> so... But yeah, I, I I I was telling my buddy about that who's a Steelers fan, and I'm like, hmm. I said, well, like, well, like, I don't know what we should do, man. He's like, I really don't like Trubisky. I said, well, you shouldn't. <laughs> but it's, 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 this quarterback, this quarterback selection is horrible. But you don't want to get you don't want to get a kid killed and his confidence go to shit. Yeah, that's, that's a fair Especially point. Especially the that are in this draft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. is the. He's the, the guy nobody really knows about yeah. this year, quarterback position, because he comes out and shows out there in a pro day. Like I said, he looked good in draws and a T-shirt. <laughs> you ball out there, and you're, although he did ball out in his college, but that was he was playing at Liberty, so you have to take that into consideration. But he does have a lot of the tools. I've seen him going as high as six, so. Well, I, I, know, I know they're saying that Carolina's probably going to be the obvious choice. I need a QB. 
then they take the chance on him. Carolina, I seen him going to six to Carolina. I also seen Pickett going to Carolina. So we'll see. The key to Carolina is keeping their dang running back healthy. They can't keep him healthy. Yeah, that's the problem. And there's been a lot of rumors about trades with him. He's been on the trade block too. Yeah, so I don't I don't know. Huh, interesting. Uh, your Jaguars, man. I mean, I, I know you said it's a crap shoot, and, and you're kind of like, listen, you, you got your franchise. You got last year's like a quarterback, your franchise QB. I mean, who, who do you want, man? Like, who, who are you looking at? I know you, you, they're looking at somebody, but who do you want, man, for that number well, one pick? You want to know what I want. What I want is for them to get the hell out of that pick. I know you want to trade. I know you said you want to trade. And give it to whoever the hell wants it and just get out of it. That way you don't have to hear nothing about, well, y'all went way too high to draft this guy. Get the hell out of it. If there was a willing participant, I'd be getting out of there. But that's that's where I stand. I'd be going to Seattle or Atlanta or Carolina or somebody and just be like, hey, give us this, 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 and, and we'll call it even. Go to go to Seattle and be like, hey, give me that pick, DK Metcalf, something else, and we'll call it even. Mm-hmm. Just, I would, I, that would be me. But in order to trade, you have to have a partner. And right now with this year being the way it is, I don't see it happening. For me, it would be draft one of the tackles. You y'all just signed Cam Robinson back? I don't care. Draft one of the tackles. (laughs) The the worst thing about this team over the years is once a couple of linemen get hurt, they're done because they have no depth on the offensive line. Mm -hmm. And when they had to put in a a second or third stringer, they wasn't very good. So you need depth on this offensive line, especially the way Peterson likes to do everything. So go get one of the tackles. Play him at guard for a year. You still got the right tackle problem you're going to have eventually because no one thinks Taylor is it, and they don't know what they have with Walker Little already. So I think Walker Little should have been the tackle. I don't think they should have re-signed Cam. I don't think they should have done anything with Cam. I think they should have let him go. Because you had at the top of this draft two tackles that could have come in and played. No questions asked. Boom, saved you a ton of money. But they're so enamored with Cam Robinson, and I don't know why, because he's a mid range tackle in this league. But, <laughs> but whatever. But that would have been that would have been how I would have done. But now with them looking at the here's the thing. None of the edge rushers scream great to me. None yeah. of them. Because you got the kid that they're talking, that everybody says they're going to draft in Trayvon Walker. He didn't yeah. play in, in Georgia because he was behind really good players. Yeah. He came in, he was situational, and that's what they used him for. And, yeah, he did good during that. He's your prototypical size, speed, everything you want in a defensive end. But the production is just not there. But you see the flashes of it when you watch the tape. Then you've got the kid from Oregon, Thibodeau, 
he's he's one of those guys that likes to take those two to three plays off and then have that one big jack. So he, he takes those few plays off, and then he does that one big explosive play, and that's the play that everybody noticed. Thibodeau reminds me kind of of Jadavion Clowney, where he'll have a okay, decent pro career, mm-hmm. and, but he never be that. I don't. I don't think. Uh, I, don't, I don't think none of them are going to be that dude. About Agent Aiden Hutchinson, correct? Yeah. The 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 Mich- the second best Michigan defensive end on the team, huh? Uh, oh yeah, people are gonna be mad because I said that. Uh, no, nah, the dude, the dude. Do you remember how I said nobody looks at three years or four years of your college ball now anymore? They look at what you do in your underwear. Mm-hmm. This guy's a perfect example of. Let's look at what he did his four years in college. His first three years, four sacks, thirty something tackles. His fourth year, there's another defensive end on the other end that's pretty good, and he has games where he has two or three sacks in a game. So he gets 14 on the year. Oh, very good. Why wasn't you doing this the whole time you was there? Did something just all of a sudden click? Or what's going on? So this is the bad part about everything with these defensive ends. None of them has shown consistency through all their years of doing stuff. No, it, that, they, that just worries me, especially with the defensive end position. Because as you know, we drafted the defensive end from LSU who showed potential and who showed flashes for one year. And then he has done absolutely dog shit in the NFL. <laughs> so I don't want to go through that again with the defensive end. But it looks like we're going to, so I just have to accept it, and I have to pray that Trevor Lawrence is great. (laughs) Because that's what that all, this is what everything hinges to, is that that guy that we drafted number one next year is really, really good at his job. Kevin, I, I get where you're coming from. You need to be with offensive line because it seems like a lot of teams in the AFC is going offensive. Everything, everybody in in the AFC now has either traded for a quarterback, got an, <laughs> got another quarterback, done something to where now every team you've got to play has a quarterback and has a halfway decent defense. Mm-hmm. So my thing would have been to sure up the offensive line and make sure that you're giving Trevor Lawrence the best chance to succeed and the best chance to succeed is keeping everybody off of him and having a running game that can help. And we have no offensive linemen and we re-signed Cam Robinson who is average to right below average. Yeah. <laughs> so you're not so you're not so on any defense. But I'm not mad. I, 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 that's them. Let them do what they want to do. If it gets the GM fired, that's great. He should have been fired anyway. 
We shouldn't have even gave him another year. So, hey, whatever they want to do, I've I, I wiped my hands clean of how they draft. Because everybody, nobody, nobody's ever happy with who they draft. Even last year, people weren't happy that they drafted Trevor Lawrence. They wanted somebody else. And you saw it on Twitter last year with people going, well, look how bad he's playing. Well, you would play bad, too, if everybody you threw them all to dropped it. <laughs> Kevin, is there, is there one... Because, like I said, you, you looking through this draft, and there's always certain names that pop out. I mean, there's there's nothing that really just is making me like, even though I got no one pick, I want that guy... Cause you just you're 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 fine with the lineman, but there's there's not a skill guy that you want or if they came if they came to me if they came to me and they went you can have your pick of any guy in this draft not uh, offensive or defensive lineman you can have not your pick of any guy in this draft it'd be they it'd be Jamison Williams from. Alabama, the wide receiver, yep. who got hurt in the national championship game. Yep. Give me him. Give me him, I'll be happy. Okay. But they're not going to take him. They're not going to take him at number one. So is, we're not worried why, about that. But if which, you want to give me somebody, you give me him. Which is why you, you want to trade down. Which is why you why you want to trade down. Pretty much. Exactly. See, if it was, if it was, if it was the perfect scenario, if it was the perfect scenario, you either trade for one of the receivers that were rumored to be on the trade market, or you go to like the Jets or the Giants to see if they want to move up. You get that extra first round pick. Bam! You got two of them in the top ten, mm-hmm. and you're done with it. You just tell them, look, four and ten for one. That's the Jets, or five and seven for one, and that's the Giants. If they take it, so be it. You're done. You get two picks in the first round, and you can get the two guys that no one will argue with you about because you're taking them at five and seven now. If you took Trey, put put it this way, they want to take Trayvon Walker at one. If you traded to five or seven and you got him down there, nobody'd be saying anything about it. You know what I mean? Right. Right. But because you want to take him at one, everybody's going to say something about it. But because you got two picks and you got five and seven and you turned it into Trayvon Walker and Williams or any of the other wide receivers that are there, and you got that at five and seven or one of the tackles that are there between Cross, Neal, and Icky, you get one of those and boom, nobody's saying anything. But if you draft any of those guys at number one, somebody is going to complain about something. Yeah. yeah. And that's just how it is. That's just how it is. Gotcha. But if you flip-flopped it and you, you were drafting fifth and you drafted that dude, nobody's going to say anything about it. Yeah, listen, I'm I'm, I'm with you on uh, if, if the Broncos would have kept their pick and not traded for Wes Wilson. Um I probably would have got like a, a another running back, just kind of. And if, if we didn't know Gordon didn't sign back either, I probably would have well, probably won. But and the bad part, the bad part is there's no running back coming out this year that's no. worthy of, no, of a pick. No, there so is like, there is no because you'll be able to get you'll be able to get a good running back in the third round. Yeah, that's why I would have been like, eh. But it, 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 in that in that hidden side of things, I'm, I'm 
I just look trust at this draft. Trust I'm just me, not, trust nothing, me, trust me. really popping out, man. If I if if I was you guys, I wouldn't be worrying about first round pick. I'd be happy that I got rid of it and I got Russell Wilson. Oh no, that's <laughs> that's basically what Patton said. Our GM Patton was like, "Listen, I I'm be watching Russell Wilson highlights. I, I can't blame him." Yeah, your first round pick this year is Russell Wilson. Yeah, so, be happy. Yeah, be, be, nah, be happy. Be happy. Yeah, don't. Don't worry about it. Take a stress-filled Thursday off. You already <laughs> don't gotta worry about it. Now you can make fun of everybody else that's gonna be on Twitter and stresses. Why the fuck we picked this guy? <laughs> exactly. You're gonna, you, Steve's gonna go nuts because they didn't draft Aiden Hutchinson. Oh no, I got I got still a fan. They uh. And a Giants fan, I gotta watch the draft with later on. So, the Giants fan's gonna be fun. <laughs> He's stressing, man. The, the Giants, if the Giants screw it up at five and seven, <laughs> they should be smacked. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen. The Giants, this is who the Giants should pick at five and seven. The best offensive lineman that's available. The best one of them. Because yep. you're either going to have Cross, Neil, or Icky there for you at five. Mm-hmm. And at seven, you pick the best offensive player that's going to be there. And you'll be set, and you should not complain about anything. Because <laughs> hey. oh, trust me, tell your Giants buddies, we'll trade you one for five and seven. Go right ahead. <laughs> hey. Pittsburgh's just as it is. Pittsburgh's screwed. They're, 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 they're in a tougher dicking it, man. Not that I feel bad for them. They only got like six I don't, feel bad, six all. Them, I don't feel bad at all. Screw Pittsburgh. Yeah, so, you know. But, you know, they, they, they are in the pickle. All right, let's, uh, let's, we beat the draft talker. Let's, let's move over to the NBA playoffs. Man, do we got some games to talk about here. Um, so, Let's 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 go with the series that have been completed. We'll, we'll start with your uh, Miami Heat won the series four to one. Um, yeah, yeah, we should start with the number one seed. Yeah, <laughs> that would be somewhere to start. <laughs> and and you look, you look. Jimmy Butler went down with a with an injury, and Kyle Lowry went down with two games with an injury. Uh, first of all, Kevin, give, give us an update on them, and what's your thoughts on this particular series here? I don't know. Both of them be healthy when when the second round comes around. I don't even care how y'all are right now. Just get healthy. What was funny about this whole stinking series is that Spostra literally gave people rest days for game five. Like, he was like, oh, this is a rest day for Jimmy and and Kyle. He's he's got his hamstring, but we're going to give Jimmy a rest day. And we're still going to win this game. And that's that's what the crazy thing for me was. But the one thing, the one thing that everybody needs to realize now is Victor Oladipo needs to be playing basketball. Yeah, that's that's the big thing. I don't give a crap what's going on. That boy needs to be playing basketball. Gabe Vincent, Gabe Vincent, see you on the bench. Victor Oladipo should be in the starting lineup, and he should be playing basketball. That's no, there's no if, ands, or buts about it. If if Eric would have put him into the game when Lowry went down, this would have been a sweep. 
<laughs> but no, he don't put him in the game. He leaves those guys out there, and they lose on on the last second. If you put Victor out there, as soon as Kyle goes down, the the the, the series would have been over in four games, and then everybody could have rested. Kevin, but I, he, he needs to be playing basketball. Nah, I agree one hundred percent. I. I, I said from the jump, man, that it was a bad bad matchup for the Hawks. The, the series, it, just, it would have been more fun to watch Cleveland try to play, y'all. I just I just knew, I was like, they're going to put Trey in the torture chamber. Like, Trey gang relies so much on some pick and roll, and then Capella went down, so that's his big option. And even in that matter, y'all had too much size for them. And y'all, y'all, yeah, and yeah <laughs> y'all, y'all pretty much just gave a blueprint how to guard Trey Young. Yeah, I mean Trey Young. Trey Young's got to work on some. He's got to get physical. He got to get in the weight room. He's got to get stronger. I'm not saying Trey Young is a bad player, but the way the media overrate this guy, the media overrates him. Trey is a great player. I, I like Trey. Trey. Trey is one hell of, a, hell of a player. But Miami completely locked this man down. And when they did lock him down, and he was going, he couldn't pass the ball. He was flustered. It, like it, it was night and day how he looked compared to last year. Nine day in the playoffs. Nine day. Very much so. Because last year he had playoff matchups that were easy for him. Yeah, but Miami, Miami. Yeah, that matchup wasn't even close for him. He was screwed the whole time he was out there. Um, and I'm getting arguing with people on Twitter talking about, oh, this series going to be close. No, it's not. Miami's <laughs> going to run through them. And it wasn't for and I And last I checked, when I was watching the game, I had to go do something else. I'm like, Miami lost? On a buzzer beater? So mm-hmm. I told you, this should have been a sweep. This should have been a sweep. Just the fact that they got one game was a saving grace for them. Put it this way. This is all you need to know about this series. Miami beat them in the last game without arguably two of their better players. And beat them. Like, the final score didn't say how that game went. Miami was beating the punk out of them, and Atlanta had one guy go off. Y'all completely owned that team. Y'all did what y'all supposed to do in the first round matchup, and then the fifth game, y'all set your two stars and still beat them. That was the Hawks' perfect chance to send it back to Atlanta, and they just Trey just looked like marginal. Like it just he was sloppy. He was frustrated and. Victor Oladipo came in and looked like he played when he was in Indiana. He looked great, great. I'm sitting here. Mm-hmm. Why is why this man on the bench? Why why is he why is he not in a rotation at least? Mm-hmm. don't miss well, a lot. Spoke don't miss a lot as a coach. Miss, yeah, Spo don't. Spo usually don't miss. Yeah, he, he usually he's usually on top of it. But him not playing him in that one game, I was like, why is he not playing? I was like. If Oladipo is playing right now, we win this game. Just for defense on Trey alone. If he's in the game right now, we win this game. And I was like, why ain't he playing? And when he starts him, I'm like, well, there you go. Bubby, you should have done that for a while. (laughs) So hopefully, especially against Philadelphia, uh, he gets some run because they're going to need him. Yeah. Yeah, That's if Philly even gets there. They're having problems. <laughs> uh, like how we segue into that. Philly and Toronto. Philly was up 3 0. Toronto won two straight. And all the 3 0 re- 
uh, comeback that Doc has allowed is coming back to play. Is pressure. He's filming in front of the media. He went back and threw his old teams on the buses, talking about he didn't have enough help or injuries and all that stuff. Um, he just really threw the heart and hustle magic team on the bus. Jesus, man. You think Pat Gary somewhere is like, really, dude? <laughs> Darren Armstrong's like, Pat okay. Pat Gary, he don't care anymore. No, and, and it's and this to the fact that to speak on that, that's the first time they actually went back to seven games. So they anywho, this is all about Doc. Doc blew this. Like he he's and and so I Kevin, is this more to coaching? Is this more to the players or is James Harden just doesn't look the same? And there's your problem. <laughs> right there is your problem. Mm-hmm. He's wearing a one. What, what, what number is he wearing there? Is he still wearing 13 there? No, nah, he's wearing one in uh, Philly. Okay, well, there's your problem. He's even got the number of the problem he is on his jersey. His <laughs> problem number one. Oh, there's, there's, there's your problem. Brooklyn, he killed him off. Bench, we'll talk about them in a little bit. But he was there, problem. Here, problem. Even though he fit in for that little bit, when he got there, he, he fit in for a little bit. Everything was looking. Now, boom, this is what happens. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Doc, Doc, Doc's one of those good coaches. He's Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde of coaching. Yeah. Sometimes he's really good. And sometimes he's crazy. And you're like, dude, which one are you going to be right now? But with that Philly team and they, everything they got going on, yeah, they they got they got multiple problems just besides Zach Yellen and everybody. Yeah, they're they're in trouble, man. They're in trouble. Philly needs to win. You still think, on the road I still tonight. think they'll get by them. Oh yeah, no. I, I listen. I, I know Joel is bound a finger injury on a shooting hand, so it's made <laughs> things look difficult. But you got Harden, you got Maxi. They got Tobias Harris. They got talent to at least pass these guys. But it's just been a struggle the last few games. They just not had a look like they did in the first three games. I don't know. Siakam has turned up to another level. They got Scotty Barnes back who could defend uh, positions one through four, possibly five if they go small ball. Rookie of the year, Scotty Barnes. Yeah, rookie of the year, Scotty Barnes. And... And uh, Fred Van Vliet hasn't been playing. He, he's had an injury. Has, so, Toronto, has Toronto Twitter been throwing that in y'all's face yet? They have. Uh, they have. They're, they're, they're still reminding us and showing the video when we draft the subs and stuff. Listen, congratulations, Scotty Barnes. He's a hell of a talent. We're okay with Franz. I mean, I know Jalen can't shoot right now, but he's a heck of a defender. So, but nonetheless, great. Scotty Barnes deserved it. But you know, listen to kind of throw this is where Tyreek Evans had won a rookie of the year award before. Where's he at now? <laughs> man, congratulations! My man just <laughs> Evans and Scotty Barnes. <laughs> <laughs> congratulations! No, but he's 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 going to be a heck of a player. Um, there is, it's going to be a good draft class but no Toronto length is crazy and I, I think they I mean even with Fred Van Vliet out they're not I mean yeah they missed the storm but he was a defensive liability so like they're defending like just as much as better so it, it creates a lot of problems for Philly um, 
but I, I'm with Kevin. I think Philly comes out with it eventually. Um, Whoever wins ain't getting out of the second round. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Miami's a tough get, so I, I, I don't. Whichever team, yeah, Miami's gonna be in five. So I'm, I'm, I'm not too fearful of them. Miami's just too big, and 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 now with Victor coming on, they're they're gonna be a problem, man. Uh, to come off. Number one seed, because I don't want to deal with the other people. Yeah. All right. Um. Milwaukee, Chicago. Chris Middleton has been announced that he's that Milwaukee and I win the series four to one. They didn't play Zach Levine. He was in health and safety protocols. They didn't play Oscar Russo. He had an injury. So Chicago just said, okay, we fooled the one and win. Let's go ahead and take it home. What it seems like. People hate Grayson Allen. Grayson Allen's been balling too. Stop him. Stop him. They hate. They hate that boy. No, the reason Chicago hated him is because he did the injury that took out yeah, Caruso. The Caruso, first. yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's dropping twenty five on you. Well, hey, you're not stopping him. Come on, Chicago. He's taking over the. Uh, he's taking over the Middleton role and the uh, the white guy from Duke that everybody hates, bro. <laughs> now I, I will say this though, Lonzo Ball would have made this series very interesting. He would have. If Chicago would have been fully healthy, yeah, like they were at the beginning of the year, Chicago would have been a threat. They would have. They would have been a sissy. As soon as they had to get injured, they uh, it, as soon as the injury bug hit them, it hit them hard. And then yeah, yeah, they were they were done after that. They they were so it's it just Lonzo is their their best friend defender and playmaker and and um. You gotta move Milwaukee a lot to try to even beat them on defense, but. And I don't think Chicago. I don't. Everybody, you uh, Chicago is a fluke. No, Chicago got injury bug. Yeah. That's, that happens. That happens. Uh, Chicago wasn't a fluke. Chicago mm-hmm. got off to a hot start, and if their guys would have stayed healthy, they would have continued in the same trajectory. Absolutely. But they, but, but they also had an easier schedule at the beginning of the year. Also, they did. going into schedule they lost their guys yeah so that 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 had a lot to do with it I think they still would have been they would have been a higher seed if their guys wouldn't have went down with injuries mm-hmm. but it, you just running in Milwaukee this is Milwaukee's time of year <laughs> this, this is when Milwaukee kicks it in to to their mode and they let they let the freak they let him loose Middleton uh, they better hope he comes back pretty quick. Uh, they're definitely going to need. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Listen, Giannis is. is... They play such good defense, though. Milwaukee has started to play just really good defense. Um, and they're uh, they're uh, they'll they'll be they'll be a, a tough out, and I can't. That's the one series that I'm really going to be watching. Yeah, Milwaukee and Boston. That's gonna be a good one. Uh, speaking of that, let's let's talk about Boston and Brooklyn. Uh, Boston swept Brooklyn. Um, for my surprise, I, I literally hey, thought, that, yeah, in yours too. We we both thought this was gonna be closer. Um, Boston in every every and facet Trump, of the game dominated this series. And the immortal words of Steve Nash: They were tired. <laughs> 
you see a coach make excuses for them, man? Really? Like, I was like, they're tired. No shit, they're tired. But damn, that's you can't use tired as an excuse because everybody in the league's tired right now. Yeah. I, listen, I, I want to give Boston credit, man. Um, what they did in the regular season with a new coach, um, Udoka has been great for them. They was off to a slow start, and they was taking heavy criticism, and they've been the hottest team since the All-Star break, and they their perimeter defense is stiff. Now that they're getting the time order back and Robert Williams um, and get him under his belt, Boston's going to be a tough get, man. Boston's going to be tough, man. Um, they're 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 playing great ball right now, and Jason Tatum is sitting on that level. They're young and good. Boston. And that's that's two scenarios where it's really scary for everybody else. I'm still a little crazy. I'm still a little iffy on their ISO offense sometimes. But their defense is so good that they can be a push to break. But when the game slows down in the playoff. It's going to be a problem. I, I like what Boston has done. I do. I, I like what they're done, and, and they're 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 tough, man. They're playing the one team that's definitely going to slow it down as well. Yes. So, so Milwaukee, Milwaukee, Milwaukee can do it one or two ways. They can try to race horse it, or they can turn that shit into a snail's pace. Mm-hmm. And they they can do it either way, and then they can do it on defense. This one's going. This one, I told people, or I've been saying that the Milwaukee Boston series is going to remind everybody, and both of them, to be honest, if Philly goes to Miami, both of these series are going to remind you of '90s ish basketball. One percent. They're both going to be. They're both going to be very well played on defense, and you're going to have to have. You're going to have to have that guy who's going to go off every game. And now it's going to be a different guy. Back in the '90s, it was always one, but right now you're going to have those different guys that are going to have those go off games. Kind of like how Jalen Brown had a couple for Boston especially in the fourth quarter of that last game. He went nuts. And then you got Tatum who went off, and then you'll have Marcus Smart do some shit. This is the way it's going to be for all these games. You're going to have Giannis get his big game. You'll have like a Drew Holiday come out of nowhere and get his big game. You know, it, it, It's going to be – all these series are going to be as close, especially on the Eastern Conference side. They're going to be as close to 90-ish, early 2000s basketball as you've ever seen. Great, great. It's gonna be <clears throat> quite a sight to watch with with these with this Eastern Conference uh, semifinals here. So it's ooh. It's, just, it's it's two completely different styles of basketball when you watch it. Mm-hmm. You watch Eastern Conference, you get this. You watch the Western Conference, your head hurts from snatching it back and forth, watching them run up and down the court. <laughs> uh, let's move to the West. Um, Phoenix. Pelicans, uh, Phoenix lead three two. Um, Devin Booker does down with a hamstring injury, so now this has become a dog fight for Phoenix. Um, they're hoping to get Devin Booker back uh, in the next series if they make it there. Uh, Kev, your thoughts about this series and 
um, the Pelicans and, and, and the Suns. What you think, man? You can tell you can tell how much a guy means to a team by how much how they play after he's when he's gone. Mm-hmm. Like just just look at Phoenix. Like you can tell how much they rely on Devin Booker when he's gone, and all of a sudden here come the Pelicans. They come storming back. And uh, yeah, last night uh, Phoenix did a good job in 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 riding the ship back and getting everything Bridges back went on. Off. Yeah, I think they get I think they get the next game, and it helped when Chris Paul actually wasn't throwing up a whole shitload of bricks. <laughs> yeah, and he was playing like Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, you see him kind of right the shit back. I think they get the uh, I think they get the next game in in New Orleans. So yeah. I think I think they'll get it there. But uh, they just they need the resting because they're definitely going to need Devin Booker in the next series. Absolutely. Um, your thoughts about Brandon Ingram? He's having to come out party just in this playoffs, isn't it? I've always liked Brandon Ingram too. Like I, I've liked Brandon Ingram as a player, and now he he's kind of certifying himself as one of those next guys that everybody needs to pay attention to. Even though he's on the Pelicans, <laughs> he's, he's he's making himself one of those guys that hey, I'm here. Y'all y'all gonna have to start paying attention to me because nobody, like I said, nobody pays attention to the Pelicans unless it's on how much uh, Zion Williamson weighs. Yep. That's the only thing anybody pays attention for the Pelicans for <laughs> is to see it about Zion's weight game. But nah, Brandon, Brandon Ingram is legit. Brandon Ingram is legit. The, the Pelicans are interesting, man. They got Ingram. They got CJ McCollum. Uh, they got as Kevin Minson, Zion's coming back. Uh, when? When? We have no clue. <laughs> but apparently he's coming back. We just don't know when. Uh, Herb Jones, uh, Kevin know a lot about him in the SEC, uh, playing for Alabama, and uh, the the Energy Bunny, uh, Alvarado, Jose Alvarado. You just like when they when have they have a very good nucleus of players in New Orleans. They do. It's so. just it's just the guy that you were depending on can't stay healthy and can't stay. What's a good word we're looking for? Um, uh, he can't stay healthy, or not not healthy. He can't stay eating healthy. We know that part, but he can't. He can't. He can't stay physically fit. He can't stay. He can't stay ready. There, there you go. There you go. That's a good. But he just can't stay ready. Kevin, they, they always say they always say availability the best availability, right? Exactly, and he ain't been available to nothing except the buffet line and going crap. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I, I like Zion Williamson. I want him to do well because I like how he played basketball. Mm-hmm. But dang, man, you just like yeah. stay off the snacks. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, I hear that, man. Dallas, Utah. Dallas is up three-two. Um, Luca came back. Um, like me and Kevin said, it was stupid to play him at the end of the season, have a cap strain. Uh, Luca Magic came back and dominated. And uh, game five, they go back to Utah. Kevin, this yeah, that was where we that was where we switch our picks because we said we got Utah, but if Luca came back, Dallas is is going to take it. 
See, that's why I put these asterisks next to everything. <laughs> and which we agreed that it was pretty dumb to play my in the last game of the season anyways. Well, stupid. Yeah, but yeah, we, we got Dallas winning. Um and uh Utah is just going to break that nucleus up. They they had their chance last year when there's number one seed and kinda blew it. So against kinda. the Clippers. The Clippers. Did you say kinda? Kinda. No, they actually mm-hmm. did blow it, so <laughs> Yeah. And there was no kinda. Was there was no be, kinda. I was trying to be nice, but I guess that ain't gonna work. <laughs> yeah, we 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 get nice. Nah. Golden State, Denver. Golden State end up winning the series four to one. Um, Denver just dealing with a lot of injuries right now. Golden State is clicking at the right time. Uh, they look great. They, they got Jordan Poole as a button star. Um, Golden State just development is just is looking like it was the Spurs a decade ago how they develop players with a superstar. Um, who are your two teams that be that you say right now in the NBA who are the best at finding people and developing them, developing the talent to where it's they want? Golden State and Miami. There you go. That's probably your finals. <laughs> <laughs> Golden State, and Miami. Like there goes those two just have a award how they can find talent. And right behind is Toronto. Toronto does a good does a good job developing talent. Golden too. State. Golden State finds them in the draft. Like later on in the draft, they'll mm-hmm. find the guy and they'll bring them in and then, then they develop them within their system. Miami goes to the street, finds a random dude and goes, oh, you look like you can play. And then all of a sudden he can play all of a sudden. Yeah. That's what it feels like to me sometimes is they just go find random people like that you've never heard of before. And then all of a sudden they're they're coming in and throwing 30. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, nah, those those are the teams, like those top three. It's Golden State, Miami, and Toronto. They, they do a good job developing talent, like head above water to everybody else. Um, and they have such a good... Yeah, and they're all good front offices too. Yeah. So. Denver is going to be interesting when they get Jamal Murray back and Michael Porter Jr. back. Uh, they can kind of delegate Aaron Gordon back to his uh, fourth man role because when he get away, he looked like Orlando Magic Aaron Gordon. It was rough. It was rough. He forced a lot of stuff. Jokic, listen, I, I know there's been a lot of debate about him and MB doing MVP. He dragged that mess to the playoffs. <laughs> I'm like, it's, remember, it's, what I, remember what I said? Take them off the team, and which which team's worse? <laughs> just say that. Um, so let's talk about Memphis and Minnesota. Me and Kevin before this, we when we before the playoffs started, we said it was going to be a dog fight. This is fun. This has been the most fun series. I mean, just that last game alone made it the most fun series. Yeah. Yeah. Minnesota can't hold on to no Dane Lees, man. <laughs> no. Even a one-point lead at the end of the game. Yeah. Like, first first off, what a play call for Minnesota coming out of that timeout to get Edwards at three. Oh, yeah. And the most underrated thing about that whole play was that bounce pass. Yeah, no. It was that man. That man threw a two-handed bounce pass that went forty miles an hour through three people. <laughs> like a knuckleball, huh? Dude, so, I loved it. I was like, look at that pass. So, Everybody was like, oh, the shot. I was like, no, look at that pass. He threw that thing so hard that it bounced between two people. Like he, if you go back and watch that play, mm-hmm. 
that's the thing that stands out to me about the whole thing is that stinking pass. Yeah. Because I was like, if it wasn't for how hard he threw that, they wouldn't have gotten that shot off. No. And I was like, that was a beautiful pass. But yeah. Morant, Jimmy, Christmas, that kid's like, nah, man, we ain't losing. But then why? And then Henry Edwards hit a big shot. He gambled to try to steal the ball and just gave John Moran a wide open line. Yeah, don't do that. Stay yeah. in front. You have to stay in front of him. Yeah. Like, you you have to stay in front of him. And we were talking about Trey Young and, and his thing that he he needs to do. He needs to become – he needs to get that, that Morant in him. Yep in order to take that next step. Because if he had a little Moran in him, he'd be dangerous. Absolutely like, not. Because Morant has turned... I just want to know how the man went from rookie of the year to most improved player. I... I, I Don't get me started on that. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm like, how did he go from rookie of the year to most improved player? I was like... He shouldn't have had to improve. He was the number two pick in the draft. That was stupid. Like, uh, this is this is retarded. Poole is obviously your most improved player. It's either here or Murray. Those two. Yeah. Poole, Poole, Poole got minutes and become a good player. There's your most improved. He got minutes. He improved. That's your definition of most improved. Not being the number two pick in the draft. Brennan rookie of the year and he improved slightly but he's the most improved player that's why I dropped it out of water Desmond Bain he didn't want it it didn't make sense but this is what the media did they, they, this is that was dumb how they voted that but there's whatever. only one award I want to know who won who won six man of the year that's it I don't want to know I think they haven't announced it yet they're trying to figure out how nah there is no figuring it out I I know I know who you pushing for so but yeah they, I don't think they announced that for yet. He led the team in scoring from the bench. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Hey. He's your hero. He's CL's hero, and he's my hero. <laughs> Hey, let me ask you, did you see that? I know we got all the tenure. Did, did you see the Usher and uh, John Morant dad to look alike? Yes. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> Dude, look just like him, man. It's so funny. They can be brothers, man. That's hilarious. The NBA playoffs this year have been fun. And it, 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 it's caught me watching. I've, I've caught myself watching more games than I've had before. Well, if that tells me anything. Because usually, you know me, it's usually I only watch my team play. And then I'll maybe watch somebody else that I'm interested in, especially if it's the team that we're maybe going up against. Yeah. And then that's it. But I've caught myself watching game after game after game this time just because they've been it's been so good. Right, right. You had the NCAA tournament, which had great games, and now it's kind of rolled into the NBA playoffs where we're getting great games. We are, and here's the thing. I know Phoenix is number one overall seed, and rightfully so, they should be the favorites, but there's no clear-cut favorite, and that's 
I think that's what's tuning a lot of people in. And it's, it's been quality, quality basketball. This year has made it more fun, and people are like, well, it's not fun with LeBron out of it and everything like that. No, it's more fun when he's out of it because it's more fun because there is so much. NBA has a lot of parity. You're going to have your good teams because they they made themselves good teams, but NBA has a lot of parity. Who would have thought Boston would be where they're at? At the beginning of the year, who would have thought Boston would have been where they're at? Who would have thought Miami would have been where they're at? Who would have thought thought Memphis would be where they're at? It's it's one of those things to where you didn't think the teams that are here right now were the ones that were going to be here right now. And it's making it more fun because, yeah, you still have your story franchises that are in it, but you also got the next wave in it in the league coming in. You got the defending champs are still in it. You got it, it, it. This is this is fun. You got your young stars that are coming up through the league and they're showing out, and then you have your old grizzled veterans on teams that are playing ball and showing out and still showing that they're able to play. And it, it this is this has been the most fun. Miami's the oldest team left. Oh yeah, Miami's the oldest team left. Miami was Miami was uh, I think LA was the oldest team in the league, and I think Miami was like third or fourth. And I think I think Miami is the oldest team left in in the in the uh, in the playoffs right now. Hey, they they oldies, but they goodies. What what what? Uh, they got to go back to Minnesota. And depending on if somebody gets arrested at a Minnesota game or not, Minnesota. If nobody rushes the floor at this Minnesota game, they're not going to win. If somebody does, Minnesota will win. But uh, I think it will go seven. I think I think Minnesota will win, will win this next game, and, and I think it will go seven. But, man. How good is Anthony Edwards? Watching him play, watching him play at Georgia. Watching him play when he played for Georgia was he was good at Georgia. And mind you, Georgia sucked. But he was he was really good. He was the only thing Georgia had. I don't even know how the hell he went to Georgia. But he was there for that one year, and he was great. But he's he's exceeded expectations, and he is he's a he, he's a monster. He's a very Minnesota would be fun matching up against Golden State. I think I think I, I think either one I think either one of 
matching up against Golden State will be fun. Because you have Edwards or Morant going up against those guys. And then you have Carl Anthony Towns. And I think it would be fun. Either 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 game, either either way, it's gonna be fun. So yeah, I, I said I know that Kevin mentioned that that'd be a fun series too between Minnesota and Golden State, but the storylines itself, like what you know, the whole Wiggins and D'Angelo Russell trade and James Wiseman, they got to pick with that. So uh, yeah, Kevin, that that'd be that should be probably a fun series to watch too. Yeah, like I said, there ain't really good, ain't really any bad matchups left. Like when we get to the final four in each in each conference, there's the matchups are, are, are going to be superb no matter which teams make it to play the top two seeds. Yeah, it's going to be fun, man. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Been definitely been a fun playoffs, man. So the Mavs, the Mavs are the one that's going to be the scariest to me if they make when they make it to the second round with Luca coming back and, and everything else. They're they're always that one matchup to where I I don't want to play that dude. Like there's dudes in in the NBA and in these playoffs where you're like, you know, I don't want to play those guys, or I don't want to play that guy. He's a dude you don't want to play because I remember him doing the bullshit where he was just draining everything. Like I'm like, I don't want to play those guys, and like you're looking at it like now you've got to be looking at it like, oh shit, I don't want to play the mask because here he comes. <laughs> uh, so far, so good, my man. Um, all right, let's wrap this bad boy up. Uh, I sh- me, Kevin, should be back at this um, next week. I-, I tell you what, they're they're cutting hours at my job, so they get they got they get they giving me a whole day off on Wednesday. So maybe we'll, we'll wait a get- minute. Whole day? Yeah, they're they're cutting whole days at uh, Walmart. Like it's. It's been bad, hour wise. So, um, everything, everything's kind of shifting back to normal. Uh, that you can see in every place. So now stuff is starting to shift back to normal. So a lot of places that hired a lot of people are cutting back a lot of stuff now because uh, the world is definitely opening back up now. And yeah. it's and on top of that there was a fire in Indy to one of the facilities that was a hub to what they do they usually send them about like 15,000 packages of freight a month Damn. so like this, it's affecting them a lot so um, they're, they're cutting hours luckily I save my PTO for stuff like this whenever this happens so I can still get full checks so, I'm getting paid bitch yeah exactly so um, it was like I get 47 dates <laughs> so, uh, well, you wait where it comes so for a while, your your hours accumulating PTO faster. So, oh, oh, how, how many hours do you have? I have about seventy five hours in PTO. Good lord! <laughs> and I got like twenty two hours in like protected PTO. So if I want to just call out and I get written up, I need to use that. I don't feel like coming in. This, man, this man is going. I'm taking. Three weeks off work. See you later. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I made that point that I should be off Wednesday. I'll check with Kevin, make sure his schedule good. We'll record the uh, recap of the NFL draft, see what we got as far as uh, NBA um, playoffs, and we'll go from there. 
Uh, nonetheless, make sure y'all stay stay tuned for that. Uh, you can follow the podcast page at Balls Not Court. Uh, you can find me at Endamana CP. You can find us on Twitter at Balls in Our Court, at In the Mind of CP, and at Kevin C2415. See, Cortez don't say Twitter. He just said you can find us on social media. Because we do on Facebook. I, I, I appreciate him because I, I definitely love that. I went on my tangent about work cutting hours and I. Totally forgot about that. Sorry, guys. Yes, you can find us at Twitter uh, with those usernames that we just said previously. So <laughs> it's okay. Uh, uh, Ball's Not Court podcast is also on anchor.fm, Cortez slash Paul. You can find it at also in the mindcp.podomat.com. Facebook, we do have a Facebook page there. Like Evan said, we barely on there, but um, the, the, the sports page up there is it, it gets updated. So you go to Balls Not Court Podcast there, type in the search bar, it will pop up. Uh, Instagram, we got at Balls Not Court Podcast. I'm going to start some more videos, uh, stuff like that. If you put anything on any of those, we will see it. Yep, absolutely. And we we may or may not respond depending on who you are. Uh, the quickest way to get to us is on Twitter. Really, that's probably yes. the quickest way. Um, yes, just tag us. Tag us in either thing unless I have you blocked. Apparently, <laughs> I have people and I didn't know. Yeah, so. for sure. Uh, we're also on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Windows, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, and many other sites as well. Or Mr. Carl, like sir. Wherever you listened to us before, just keep clicking Boom. there. Man, it's like easier. That. The guy. I like that. All right, well, guys, thanks for listening. Um, hopefully, to your to all the NFL fans out there, uh, you don't get too stressed over the draft, and hopefully, y'all do well. Pisses you off? Yeah. I, um, because all of us are going to be pissed off. But I hope y'all get some some good food, watching it, some some good drinks, and. Um, be sure to go. She's gonna be busy, man. We got we got playoffs and and uh, an NFL draft, so you best believe the TVs are going to be in full effect here. So it's going to be a fun night for us sports enthusiasts, I, right? <laughs> I got work, so I'm going to be watching the draft on my phone. So, so I'll be hitting the back. Of, I'll be hitting in the back at laser tag. And I'll be watching the draft on my phone, so the people in in my workplace are going to hear me go, "Motherfucker!" And, <laughs> and they're going to know. That's why I hope you find a quiet place, my bad, so you can scream and all. Some, you want. some stupid shit happened. There it is, guys. Thanks for listening uh, once again. Cortez, Paul, Kevin Carter, Ball's My Court Podcast. Enjoy the rest of y'all day, guys. Later. Thank you.